right, and welcome to the Get Strong, Lose Weight podcast, where we believe getting in the best shape of your life should be simple, confusion is the enemy, and when you feel strong, capable, and confident, you live a better life. I am your host, Jay Williams, and today I have Coach Cullen Faith. Hey there. How's it going? And uh, yeah, good. How are you doing today? Doing good. It's a nice day. It is a beautiful day. It's uh, early November. And uh, we still don't know who the president is yet. No, we don't. So if you're listening to this in the future, I hope that the country made a good choice. Um, and <laughs> uh, today we're going to talk about seeking discomfort. All right. So y- you and I, uh, you know, we, we talk about this a lot. We talk about mindset. Yep. We talk about like, how do you approach a workout or how do you approach, you know, your training in general? And, uh, and I think there's just a lot around your results are directly correlated with how uncomfortable you're willing to get. Absolutely. Uh, uncomfortability is where the best changes happen, I think, personally. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So um, we just did a pull-up cycle uh, at the gym with our, with our uh, members here. And I was thinking about this. Pull-ups are really hard to improve. Absolutely. Yeah. Did you, you, you went through it. I yeah, know I did. Yeah. yeah. Did you, did you get better on your pull-ups? Uh, yes, I did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By quite a few. Yeah. I, and I added two pull-ups to my, and, and really now that I think about it, it's the most pull-ups I've ever done. Really? <laughs> so yeah. I had two pull-ups to my, to my total. Yeah. I don't know if it was the most I've ever done, but I did add four to what I did before. That's yeah, amazing. Right. Really hard to add pull-ups. Like if you have five pull-ups, it's really hard to get to seven. Absolutely. Absolutely. It takes a a lot more strength, like exponentially more strength and stamina. Yeah. And it just kind of made me think that, uh, we have a lot of stories about people that got their first pull up or, you know, went from, went from like one to like five or whatever. And there's, there's, it's not just about your strength. It's not just about your, you know, how much you trained, but it's also just, your willingness to kind of keep pushing forward and keep getting uncomfortable. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like there is definitely a common theme among a lot of those stories and a lot of those people. Yeah. So, um, I mean, how many times did we have, have we had people where we'll do a pull-up day and we'll say, okay, everyone jump up and give your pull-up a try. And you get people that just look at you like, I'm not even going to try this. Absolutely. All the time. Yeah. All the time. (laughs) I I have people that don't even, they won't even look at you. They'll just, just stand there yeah. and maybe look up at the pull-up bar and shake their head. Yeah. <laughs> so your mindset really, really makes a huge difference. Absolutely. In your, in your ability to do that. Um, and this kind of made me think, I've been reading this story to my kids, right? It's, uh, it's called Way of the Warrior Kid. It's by this uh, former Navy SEAL named Jocko Willink. And it's a, it's a story. So this kid named Mark has, uh, he's like 13 years old and he has an uncle named Jake who will, who comes and visits him, uh, during the summer. And so this kid's in school and they have like a physical test where they go to do pull-ups and he basically mm-hmm. jumps up on the bar and he can barely bend his arms. Right. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You, you We've seen that. that. Yeah, exactly. And so he jumps up, he can barely bend his arms and, uh, you know, he comes home crying and tells his uncle, like, you know, I embarrass myself on the pull-up pull-up test today, you know, how can I get more pull-ups? And his uncle basically says, okay, jump up and try a pull-up. And he he just, he doesn't want to do it. (laughs) And 
you know, he finally jumps up. He tries it again. He's only able to bend his arms. His uncle says, okay, great. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go through this kind of training protocol. We're going to have you jump up and do negatives and a bunch of other stuff, right? Yeah, yeah. And it kind of goes throughout the whole summer, and the uncle teaches him a bunch of different stuff. But every time the uncle asks him to make an attempt, he always either says or thinks, oh, I'm not, there's no way I'm going to be able to do that. Yeah, we see that a lot too, right? <laughs> yeah. And by the end of the summer... He ends up getting like 10 or 15 pull-ups, right? And then goes to the, you know, back to, and then does the test again early in the school year. And he's able to do 15 pull-ups. My kids love this. They're four and nine years old. And it's just like, it's just funny because this is a story completely unrelated to what's happening at the gym, but this is exactly what we see every time at the gym. All the time, all the time. Right. And something I keyed in on is the, the first thing you said, he, he said he embarrassed himself. Yeah. <laughs> right. How many people do we see that just don't do something because they're going to be embarrassed or they think they're going to be embarrassed? Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's part of the discomfort. Absolutely. Yeah. Just admitting that you can't do it. Exactly. Especially in front of people sometimes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So easier to just think that you can't do it or pretend like, uh, you know, that's not for me than to actually try it and see if it's possible. Yeah. Cause then you got to put yourself out there. Right. Yeah. Right? You got to put it on the line, whatever that thing is, you got to put it on the line for not only for yourself, but, or like for mostly for yourself, you have to put it on the line. Right. And that's the hardest place to sit with some of this stuff, be discomfort uncomfortable with yourself yeah yeah knowing yeah. what you can and can't do yeah so like you had uh so joanne was an example of someone who didn't think they could do pull-ups right absolutely i love this story uh joanne i she's one of my favorites she was actually the the first person that i got assigned to at the gym as a as a client oh right yeah she, she was, was the, one of your first, first uh, uh fundamentals um, yeah, yeah yeah she was literally my first fundamental yeah yeah um good heart she was coming in for months and like um her big thing when she started is she wanted to do a pull-up because she went to the spartan race and there was something she needed to pull up on and she couldn't do it right that was her goal so one day she'd been there probably three maybe four months maybe maybe a little bit longer than that but it was a few of us coaches were sitting in here in the afternoon and she came in for class and we were going to do something. And one of us yelled at her, hey, what about those pull-ups? And she said, no, I don't have a pull-up. Right. And I, either myself or you or Wendy was like, why don't you just try one? <laughs> and she kind of huffed at us a little bit. And she said, we said something back along the lines of, come on, just try it. Yeah. And she's like, fine. Boom. Hits a pull-up right there. Right. Quick, yeah. too. It was easy. <laughs> Yeah. She just yeah. went after it. <laughs> yeah. I think we might've gotten a video of the second I, one, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. 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 You know, what's funny is, um, is, is, uh, coach Rebecca had the same thing, right? Like, uh, story. so she, I, I don't remember. It was like a, uh, I don't know, a workout we were doing that had muscle ups, which is like a pull up, you pull yourself up and then you push up, uh, yeah. you know, on the rings. And, she basically walked into the gym and the first thing out of her mouth, out of her mouth was, I, I can't do muscle ups. I'm yeah. not, I've never gotten it. I'm not going to do it today. This is just not going to happen. And she, and I think it was like one of these where you had to try to do them for like 20 minutes or yeah. something. She's like, yeah, I'm just going to be like, you know, flopping around for 20 minutes. Right. Yep. And, uh, 
And so we warmed up. I, you know, we went through a couple of drills with her and, you know, coach Rebecca, if you don't know her, she's incredibly strong and like absolutely in, in amazing shape. And I'm just thinking like, I mean, just looking at you, you and knowing what you can do, you probably can do a muscle up. Absolutely. <laughs> um, and so we're doing warm ups, and she's just like shaking her head the whole time or whatever. And uh, and I sh- we showed her a couple of drills, and we start the clock. And like, I think maybe one minute in, she gets a muscle up, right? And it's just like on her first or second attempt. Yep. And like maybe she made an attempt, and it was really close. And then the second one, she got it. Right. And actually just the other day she did the same thing, but it was like strict. Right. And what's interesting about that is like, if you know, if you know coach Rebecca, she's achieved some pretty amazing athletic achievements. Yeah. (laughs) And yet she still has, you know, discomfort around things that she hasn't done before. Yeah. I mean, and, and well, let's look at her. She's an amazing Olympic lifter. Absolutely spectacular. Super strong shoulders. Can do handstand push-ups for days, right? Yep, yep. And then she looks at us and tells us, well, I don't just do, don't, don't do gymnastics because I'm not good at it. Yeah, yeah. Right? I don't do that stuff. Yeah. Have you ever heard that uh, saying that if you argue for your limitations, you get to keep them? Yeah. <laughs> That's a good one. I actually haven't heard that. That's a good one, though. And it's just like, if you're going to argue with me about how you're not able to do something, then yeah, you're, you're not going to be able to do it. You yeah. Can, you can be right. Yeah, my favorite along that lines is um, uh, Henry Ford. Whether you think you can or you think you can't, you're right. Right. Yeah. And this is this is the thing. Like we were talking about this before. We're trying to eliminate. I just said the word. We're we're, we're working to eliminate three words from everyone's vocabulary at the gym. And uh, we mentioned this a couple of times. The first one is busy. Right. I, a lot of people claim that they're too busy to come to the gym. And the truth is you're never too busy to do the things you care about. Right. Absolutely so, not. you know, we can ho- do a whole podcast about that, but that's the first one. The <laughs> second, the, the second one is can't, and that's for obvious reasons. Yeah. Right. Like that's, that's, I think that was, that should be the number one one. Like, right. Like I hate that word, especially in here. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, when I hear my kids use it, it's just like, Oh, you know, it's, it's, it's just a belief. It is. Uh, honestly, it's, it is, there's so much evidence of people overcoming unbelievable obstacles to achieve things in this world that if you if you think you can't do something, that is a belief and it's stopping you from doing the thing that you really want to do. Absolutely. And I think it I think it hinders your performance even trying to do that thing. Yeah, absolutely. And well, I mean, it's just you walk in and you the first thing you, you say is I I can't hang with these people or I can't do what they do. It's like, you're not even going to make an attempt. You're not even going to, you're not going to allow yourself to prove yourself wrong. Yeah, exactly. Cause you're not going to put forth the effort for it. Yeah. Now look, if you see somebody doing a muscle up and you've never touched the rings before and you've been sitting on your couch for six months and you believe that you can do it, you know, the truth is you're, you're probably not going to be able to do it. But that doesn't mean that it isn't in your future. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so the so can't is an obvious one. And we used to give people, people burpees for saying that. Um, maybe we should bring that back. Maybe. <laughs> uh, the third one is try. And we've actually said this a bunch of times already on the podcast. Yeah, we say it a lot. <laughs> but this is the thing. If I say to you, okay, we're doing pull-ups right now. And you have never done a pull-up before. 
and I say, Colin, go do a pull-up. And you respond by saying, I'll try. That's better than saying I can't. Absolutely. But what does it imply? Yeah, I mean, it, it implies that you're already self-defeated, right? Yeah. It, it implies that, yeah, I'll do this for you, but I'm not going to get it. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It kind of, it implies that you're like 90% sure this isn't going to happen. Absolutely. And, you know, look, 90%, like that 10% is better than 0%. Exactly. So it's better than can't, but it's still kind of giving up. Absolutely. It's, it's, yeah, it's coming into it with the mindset. Yeah. The negative mindset that should be. Yeah. So, like, so one example that you shared with me earlier is um, we had a workout. We were doing, like, a snatch or something, and it was, like, a heavy weight and a weight that you had never lifted before. Never. And um, and there was – basically, it got to the point where I said, okay, like, that's the weight. Go lift it. And you you basically looked at me, you shook your head, and you just went over and did it, yep. right? But if you would have stopped and said – I'll try. Exactly. There's no way that weight would have gone up. Nope. <laughs> no. Yeah. And I, I was telling you this earlier. It's, it's one of those things I say to athletes a lot is like, you can't come up to a barbell unsure of it. Yeah. And if I had stopped, I guarantee I would. If I had stopped and thought about it, I probably wouldn't have gotten that one. Yeah. Yeah. Because I came at it. Just a hundred percent like, oh, I'm going to go do this. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's the thing. Like when you're lifting a heavy weight, it's emotional. Absolutely. <laughs> and if you don't have like an all in, like I'm going after this, you're not going to get it. <laughs> yeah. Cause that's, that's what the try to me is. It's limiting you physically and emotionally. Yeah. You're not fully invested. You're not going to give your whole heart to that attempt. Yeah. So, and, and we see this it, this is the thing. You might get it anyway, but what we see, for example, if I have you doing a, a really heavy back squat or deadlift and you go in with like full energy, like I'm getting this, I'm getting after it, right? Yeah. You go in with full energy. It's like you're, you stand up straighter. Your belly is tighter. You just, your shoulders are back. You yep. have this like confidence, Right. But if you go in there with like that 10% energy, the I'll try energy, mm-hmm. like you'll get under it and you, you're, you're kind of like wobbly and weak and you might like struggle your way through it. But this is where you actually open yourself up to injury. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's like you got to f- get after it. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think to add to that, too, is if you look at those two people afterwards, say they both fail. Yeah. The person who went at it with, with 100%. Most of the time, what I hear from them afterwards is like, dude, I was so close. I'm going to get that next time. Yeah, I could have got mine. it. That's mine. Yeah, yeah. I could feel it. Yeah. And then that person, I was like, I'll try. They're like, see, I told you. Yeah. Oh, I was right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you know, as much as you can, if you can eliminate that word from your vocabulary, it's just like you're either going to do it or not do it. Exactly. Right? Don't try. That's yeah. what Yoda, Yoda says, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, that's, and that's the thing. It, it, it actually reminds me when I got uh, – my last back squat, when we did the back squat cycle, I did a, um, I did a weight that was a PR, but just like a personal record, but just like a little bit more than my previous one. Yeah. It wasn't my goal, right? It wasn't the goal weight that I wanted to do. Yeah. I, I went in thinking I'm going to hit, you know, four, 475, right? And I did 460, which was a PR. But it, 
I had to get so pumped up to do that 460 yeah. that by the time I tried the next one, I didn't have, I didn't have the energy. Yeah. Like I just didn't, it was like, you know, I, I really got after it on the 460 Yeah, and, uh, and then I, and then when I tried the 475, I didn't have it. And I say I tried, <laughs> but when I made that attempt, right, I didn't have it. And I, and I realized like, I, if I would have just done the force, the 475 instead of 460, I would have hit it. Yeah. Because it was all in my head. You weren't ready to be that uncomfortable yet. Yeah. Yeah. You would set this goal for yourself that said, I've got to do this 460 before I can even think about that 475. Yeah. 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 And it, it's, yeah. And so you just really, if you were there, because I was doing this by myself, if you were there and you were just like, just go for it. Yeah. It's what's the difference? 15 yeah. pounds? 15 pounds for 400. Yeah, exactly. Come on, bud. <laughs> Come on, bud. And that's, that's one thing I have learned from you. Like in a few workouts, like as I progressed as a coach, got a little bit stronger, you'd be, I'd be like, oh, I'm going to go like this way. And you'd look at me and you'd say, well, it's, it's 10 pounds. What's the difference? Yeah. What's the difference from this next weight? Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you're right. And then I just go for it. I was put, you were pushing me to be uncomfortable with myself. And it taught me that like, maybe I need to have that mindset of let's just go into this and see what happens. Let's yeah. go after it though. Yeah. Yeah. That's the thing. It's the, it's the attitude of like, you're going to go after it and you're willing to get uncomfortable when that comes up. Yeah. Yeah. And so it, this is the thing, like people ask us, how do we keep going? Yeah. And part of it is, like there's always something to challenge you. There's always some, some aspect of it, you know, it, and it doesn't always mean that you're getting a new personal record. Sometimes it is, yeah, wow, I'm just not feeling it today. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to lift 90% of what I used to lift, or I don't know if I'm even going to get a single pull up. You know, there's, there's times where we do like the gymnastic movements where I'm like, I don't know if this is happening today. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, and that's, that's really, it is like, it's that, it's that discomfort that kind of keeps you, keeps you interested. Exactly. It's like, and it's always, it's ever evolving, right? Like, like you just said, like you've been doing this for a long time and you were still looking for that 475 back squat. Yeah. And it could be other things like Rebecca, it was the strict muscle up. She right. was just so jacked off of that. And she can do a bunch of different stuff that like like lifting wise that I would be super juiced about. Right. Yeah. Like it's, it's ever evolving and it can change and it can actually go back to something that you've done before that you just want to improve on. Right. Yeah. Cause I remember for a while, my, my goal was to get five ring muscle ups in a row, like unbroken. Right. 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 So it, it, it can always evolve and change. And I think that's one thing with us um, as coaches, we, we look, we're always looking for that next thing. Yeah, that next thing to make us a little bit more uncomfortable. We're right. always looking for that. Yeah. And I think that's kind of important is to remember it can always change and it can always be a new thing. Yeah. I I was thinking about this. I think we did a I did a little bit of like a informal survey and over the years we've helped more than 8,000 people, right? Get strong or lose weight between the two gyms and online and stuff like that. And I, I try to look for patterns into what makes people successful. So then we can talk about what, you know, what the next person needs. Right. Yeah, yeah totally. 
the one thing that is very, very clear about the most successful athletes that we've worked with is that when something challenges them, they run towards it. Absolutely. Instead of running away, right? The people that run away never work out here. No. And, and it's like they never, it's because it's like, it's hard. <laughs> it's really hard every day. Yeah. You feel, you, you, some people can't or don't want to feel that feeling of maybe I can't do this all the time. Yeah. Right. And I, I think I said this earlier, it's like that uncomfortable place where it's scary. I think that's the place where the best stuff happens. Uh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It's the, it's when things are, when things go wrong that you're just like, okay, what can I learn from this? Exactly. Yeah. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's so clear that now if I talk to people about starting up with us, I, I emphasize how hard it is. I want to scare people away because it's just, it's not, if you're used to doing the same routine every day, if you're used to just hopping on the treadmill and doing your 20 minutes and then you're doing your lifting or whatever, if you, you know, if you're used to just going to your fun boot camp class, like you're just, you're going to get used to just average results. Absolutely. And, and you're just going to hate it. You're going to hate working with us. <laughs> Absolutely. Cause we're going to continue to push. Yeah. But if you, but if you do, it's like, my favorite people are the ones where you, you throw out some sort of challenge and they're just like, Ooh, that's, that yeah. sounds, Ooh. that sounds awful. I want to do it. Yeah. <laughs> right. And that was, that was, I think that's one of the reasons me and you get along sometimes is because you'll say something. I was just like, Ooh, that is, that is terrible. Let's go. Yeah. 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 I, uh, I was running up, we have this huge hill near where we live called Mosier. Have you run up Mosier yet? I walked it for the first time a couple weeks ago. Yeah. So I went out, I, uh, I ran up it, we did it a few months ago and then I did it last weekend. Right. I don't know. I mean, it, I'm just stupid. I don't, <laughs> it's just, the, it's just what I wanted to do. Right. And so I ran into, uh, ran into one of our members here and she was walking up with her husband and I, um, and I was like, yeah, you know, we're walking, I'm walking down so that I can run up. And she's just like, when are you, when are you doing it again? <laughs> I love it. I was like, I was like, I don't know, maybe next Sunday. Oh, I'm out of town next Sunday. Can we do it the following weekend? I was like, yeah, let's do it. Let's I go. Love, I love it. <laughs> I love it. And it's just like, uh, I think that's, that's really what separates the average person from the person who actually gets results. Yep. Is, is just that willingness to get uncomfortable. Yeah. You don't have to be insane. No, you don't have to do like <laughs> like crazy things. You don't have to jump in the pool of sharks. You don't have to try to do a 475 pound uh, box jump. Yeah. But like, and I think this is another key too. It's like, if, if you want to see that change, find something small that you're uncomfortable with and conquer that. Yeah, yeah. How do you do this in a, like a daily workout? So you, you, I was funny because I was just thinking about it when you were talking. Um, you were saying sometimes we don't always feel it. Yeah. Right. And that's when goal setting really comes into place. Like a day I'm not feeling it. I'll be like, okay, so I can get two rounds of this. Right. I want to go for three. Right, right, right. Because I don't think I can do that. And to push myself 
past what I think I can do, that's like, oh, I'm going to really have to try. I don't know if I can do that. Right. And it's like, all right, I'm going to set this goal for three because that's going to push me to be uncomfortable in my workout. It's going to push me to move harder and faster than I think I'm capable of. So you'll have a workout that's like, you know, 10 minutes of, you know, like deadlifts and box jumps and running. And you'll you'll look at it and go, okay, how I'm feeling today, I'll probably be able to get two, but I'm going to try for three. So I, d- I actually did this yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, me and me and Wendy did a partner workout and the last, um, it was a bunch of um, two, like two round increments of increasing weight, power cleans and burpees over barbell. Yeah. And uh, the last, the last weight when I was tired was 185 pounds, which is, I mean, that's, that's on the heavier side for yeah, me. That's heavy. Yeah. For, yeah. For me, that's, that's some heavy power cleans. And you know, Wendy's a beast and she was like, well, I'll do most of the power cleans. You can just do one. And I just looked at her and I was like, no, I'm going to do all three. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't uh-huh. think I could do that. I don't, I can't do a lot of power cleans at that weight. Right. But I was challenging myself to get through my fair share of those power cleans because I didn't think I could. Right, right, right. Yeah, I do this within a workout as well. It's like, okay, we have to do 10, you know, overhead presses, right, with a barbell. And I know that I can do six before I get tired. Well, I'm going to go for seven. And, you know, maybe the second round, it's like I got, you know, and then I get to seven and I'm like, I need to do another one. And then I get to eight. I'm like, all right, let me just do all 10. And then the second round, I set a goal that is just like one or two more than what I think I can do. And then the third round, it's like, how can I hold on to it? And I'm really like, I'm actually thinking about this as the workout's going oh, on. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a definitely a mindset that I, I know that I have too. It's like, it's like, oh, I'm feeling tired. I can get this many. Let me try to get one more than that. Yeah. And, and I told a member that one time and that's something she said that helped her immensely. Yeah. What she did, she did that exact same thing. She's like, just one more rep, just one more rep every single time. Yeah. Just one more rep. Yeah. It's those, I mean, when you talk about discomfort, it's not, there's so many different aspects of it. It's not just getting comfortable coming in and doing this stuff or, you know, following the workout. It's like, you get into the workout and you realize this is way worse than I thought it was going to be. I'm going to have to reset my, my, my expectations. Absolutely. Right. Either that, or you just kind of give up. (laughs) Right. Yeah. And we, we see that too, right? Like you can tell the people that are like, this is hard, but they're going to just continue to fight as best as they can. And we, we also see those people that they get into it. It gets hard and they're like, Oh, I'm not going to yeah. do this anymore. It's like, they kind of quit without quitting. Absolutely. It's just like they like go half speed for Absolutely. the rest of the workout. Like yeah, they're yeah, doing, yeah. they're doing, they're doing like one thing at a time with like a, a five, 10 second pause in between each movement. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. And sometimes let's be honest. Sometimes there are days when it just a workout beats you up. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And you can't go, but, for the most part, you can tell the people that also do it over and over again and the people that are yeah. committed to fighting. Yeah, yeah. And I and I think I think that's what makes it interesting is you have this sort of microcosm of life where it's like you can either give up, <laughs> right? And just be depressed and wait for the days to end, or you can kind of push yourself to get a little bit better and to just take wherever you are right now and try to expand on that. And as you continue to do that, your life kind of expands to, to, to sort of fit that. Yeah. Cause like how many people 
have we seen here that make a small goal and then make another small goal and another small goal. And then they're just like, all of a sudden they've turned into this person that is just like, won't be stopped. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. That that becomes this person that's like, I'm going to go for this big goal now. And then they crush it because now that they've seen that they can get this results with smaller goals and they have this can do attitude, it like propels them forward. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, that's one of our takeaways actually is just like, you know, you, you, if you want to kind of embrace discomfort a little bit with your, with your training, you need to, you need to start by setting yourself a goal. Yeah. Yeah. You, I, I believe this in, in a lot of, in life in general, like you need something tangible to latch onto to help propel you forward. Yeah. Some kind of light at the end of the tunnel type thing. Yeah. 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 So if somebody is coming in, uh, and let's say somebody just walking off the street, they're coming to work with you. What would be a good goal for somebody like that? So, I mean, it depends on the person, but I like to set ourselves with like goals that I think are achievable. Like I've had people before and I was like, what do you want to do? Well, I want to run a 5k. All right. Well, you've done nothing. So how about we run, we try to run 200 meters without stopping. Right, right. Then they, they run that 200 meters so they know they can do that. And then I go to 400 meters. It's it's things like that. Or um, I want to be able to put a barbell over my head. Right. Small goals like that. Yeah. I mean, uh, Naw is, is a pretty good example of that. Yeah. She always says yes. And her goal was to get stronger. And she went from not being able to barely hold a bar to now she can put um, like a 35-pound barbell over her head. Right, right. And it's all because she made small goals. She would do dumbbells when we asked her to. Um, She would do the barbell work like that she could do. Yeah. But I think it's that small goal thing, that that little thing. And seeing that like little progress makes big progress. Yeah. Most people, when they come in, though, they're trying to lose weight, right? Absolutely. (laughs) So I want to lose 45 pounds. So what would you tell me? Uh, so, I mean, it's the same things that we tell everybody, but the first things that, that you can do is just start getting the habit of being here or, um, so you take that 45 pound goal and boil it down to just show up a couple times a week. Yeah. Yeah. Because for those people that are like just starting out, they're going to see just from working out, they're going to see some, some gains. If they're not doing anything, they're going to see progress. Right. Right. Yeah. 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 And then, then once we, we make some progress, then we can have more conversations about how to make more progress. Yeah. As I personally, I think this is the beauty of our training. It's like you come in, you want to lose 30 pounds, right? 45 pounds, whatever. For me, it was like a hundred pounds when I started. Right. And I mean, there's a lot of ways to lose a hundred pounds. Absolutely. Right. But when, but when you start training and you start like, opening yourself up to other ways of measuring your fitness, Mm -hmm. then you start setting different goals. Maybe they're smaller, maybe they're bigger, maybe they're kind of related to the losing Mm -hmm. weight, but it's like a typical person will come in here and they say, I want to lose 20 pounds. Yeah. And then when you get them lifting a little bit of weight or you get them, you know, working on pull-ups or whatever, and they are able to go from, lifting dumbbells to lifting a barbell over their head, they're still on their path to losing 20 pounds. Absolutely. But they now have another measure of success. 
Or they forget that first goal and they go over after something that is driving them better. How many times have you had people that start out with you and say, I just don't want to die during this workout. <laughs> right. Then they get, they get here for a few weeks and they're, I want to pull up or I want to do 10 pushups yeah. or, yeah. And like, it's like, so do you still want to lose weight? Well, no, I, I, I just want to get these 10 pushups. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that change of focus is what actually gets you to lose the 20 pounds. Absolutely. Because then you're like, well, you know, push-ups would be way easier if I was lighter. It's lighter, exactly. <laughs> Let me like dial in my nutrition. Absolutely. Right? So, um, so the first action, if you really want to seek discomfort, is to have a specific goal mm-hmm. and then be willing to sort of break that down into into smaller goals. Yep. Because it, you, you don't want to be the the person who hasn't done anything and then walks in and wants to do a, a muscle up on the first day, because you're going to be disappointed every day until you get there, right? Yep. But if you have this goal eventually to be able to do a muscle up and maybe the first thing is, okay, I just want to be able to hold myself on the rings or hold myself on a pull-up bar, right? And you set that small goal, then you're going to be celebrating and achieving that goal, right? Yep. And you're going to find things that motivate you to get there, right? So you're going to look for things like, oh, today I'll do some ring dips and see how that feels and see how I'm going to get stronger that way. Yeah. Right. It gives you a lot more options rather than you focusing on one big thing, yep. right? So the second the second action, and this one's a little bit different, is uh, if you want to seek discomfort, you need to start tuning into your fear response, turn, tuning into how you respond when something scares you, right? So as humans, we have a fight or flight response. Absolutely. Right? Yep. And you ask enough psychologists, they'll tell you that it's kind of innate, and maybe in some ways it is, right? Have you ever seen the, the <laughs> you've seen those memes where like the people walk by a garbage can and someone will pop out? Yeah. Right? And, yeah. and like a lot of people will just go be like scared. And yeah. then every One so dude, often dude, someone punch will just him. knock them out. Right, yeah. right, in the, right in the nose. <laughs> yeah. Yep. So there are, there are some innate things, but I actually believe that you can change your fear response. Absolutely. Right? Like maybe not in a split second. No. But maybe you initially have this flight response, but then you start paying attention to that and you realize like, actually, this isn't the end of the world. Maybe if I approach it this way, then I can kind of get past this thing. And so if you start to think about how you respond to fear, like when something scares you, do you run away or do you run towards it? Because if you become a kind of person that runs towards it, you will start to get everything you want in your life. Exactly. Exactly. And it, it, it doesn't have to be as big as like if you're thinking in terms of fight or flight, but it doesn't have to be like that. It can be the thing that makes you like somewhat uncomfortable. Like, yeah, like I like to pick people personally in my classes. I like to pick people that don't like to be in front of people as my demos pers- yeah. purposefully. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I want them to see that they can do that in front of people and it's going to be fine. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. It's, it's that kind of uncomfortability. It's that kind of uh, seeking discomfort that, that will really help you, I think. Yeah. And, you know, it's the thing. It, it, it really takes you being conscious and aware of that, that response. I didn't personally realize this. Like, if, if someone popped out of a garbage can, I would be the one that was, like, hiding, right? Yeah. I'd be like, what the heck? But for things that are not life and death like that, yeah. when something bad happens to me, I tend to get fired up. Like, it's sort of like, you know, I've had many examples of this, but it's just like, 
I always look at it as like, this is an opportunity, you know, that, okay, this is a challenge. How can I overcome this? How can I get better so that I can handle that challenge? Yeah. I think that's, I think that's one way uh, that both me and you are kind of uh, the same as like when things go really awry for me, I'm always like, what happened? What (laughs) can go better? Yeah. What what is the key takeaway for me there? Where, where do I find the good in that thing? Yeah. Yeah. So you, you, let's say you have a class or you're doing a workout where you're just destroyed and you feel like you're the, you're in the worst shape ever, right? This is a, this is good. This is a sign that like you have, you have some things that you can work on. Exactly. Right. And maybe it's like, okay, this is a good wake up call. I need to stop eating five pizzas a week. Exactly. You know, uh, or it is, or it is like, okay, I'm really weak in that particular movement. So let me go work on that movement. And I think, I think you, you said it without really saying it. Cause like, what about if you never find that place where you're uncomfortable, how will you know where you need to grow? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, you have, this is why you have to try try (laughs) (laughs) that word again. (laughs) This is why you have to keep putting yourselves in putting, putting yourself in a position where you may not be able to do the thing. Yeah. Right. Because you're going to surprise yourself. Sometimes, sometimes you're going to be right and you don't, or you aren't able to do the thing and it's going to give you feedback. Yeah. But yeah, that's not the end of the world. If you can't do a thing, it just means you have to figure out a way to get after it and do that thing. Yes. Excellent. So takeaways from this, have a big goal break it down into a smaller goal. And then the second one is uh, look at your response to fear. And I think if you can really pursue discomfort, then you will get better results. Absolutely. Yeah. Thanks for uh, taking the time to chat with us today, Cullen. No problem. Enjoyed it. If, uh, if any of you have questions for myself or coach Cullen, just shoot us a note at info at hailfitness.com and we will get back to you as soon as possible. Otherwise we will see you next time. Thanks everybody. Bye. Bye.